This week on the Push Willows podcast, we talk about eating Easter chocolate after Easter. And we have a little subject quick fire from my protein, and we're checking in with Stephen. One, yeah, Dan. So my buddy uh, had to quit being a PT, so it just didn't seem to work out. Poor. That's very poor. <laughs> hey guys, welcome <laughs> to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik, and me, Tom Hall. What's going on, my friend? If if they get any worse, I'm quitting. I'm just saying it now. <laughs> like that is. I've gone. I've just, gone for just, uh, just. I'm gonna stop making you laugh. Just I like how. Just shame, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just I just feel embarrassed for you. Just like I'm ashamed to know you when you say jokes like that. Yeah, it's it's quite funny that um, people have uh, enjoyed how bad the jokes have been and your reaction Mm. more than anything else. Um, Yeah, I got a few comments. (laughs) That one's right up there. I think that one is right up there, mate. mate. I think I thought it was fitness based, so that's that's good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and look, I've gone full Daniel. I've, I've put like wired headphones back in because of, yeah. I, I, I went there and I spent the four pounds on uh, buying some from Amazon and I did pretty well for myself. And um, yeah, just, just for this, just for this call, mm. basically with Daniel, because it, or, or like with all my computer based things, so annoying so annoying why don't headphones just stop doing that and so I, I like googled it and researched it and it was just like yeah so it, and jabra were like yeah uh, those are meant, not meant to work with computers they only work with t- phones and tablets and you're like what's what's the difference of the bluetooth what's the difference between yeah. the bluetooth of that to the phone i'm, I'm sorry that's the, unless i'm an absolute ridiculous human being there's no difference between bluetooth is there no. i'm pretty sure there's not Surely they're not. Surely there's not. <laughs> Any Bluetooth experts uh, out there, um, please let me know. Apologies for last week. Um, obviously, we were not here, but I think life caught up with us, didn't it, Daniel? It wasn't that it we, needed, maybe, yeah. we didn't need a week off. It was um, I had. Uh, it was one of those weeks I was going into with anxiety, basically for the um, of how my week was looking because I've. I keep obviously a lovely calendar um, of what I'm meant to be doing for out. I'm sure Dan does. And my days, every single one started at about 7 a.m. like working and ended, mm. I don't know, nine, between nine and 10. And I had to travel twice. So I was screwed. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those where I think we're at that point, mate, where like, say so we keep the, uh, we keep the, the slot in the diary on a Tuesday evening kind of free, but if it kind of can't happen that night, it's kind of tough then to be like looking at other other days we can we can make it. I know it's just like oh yeah, because we always keep we always we have that blanked out always to keep the slot. But that was a case I was mm. traveling back from Manchester. There was just yeah. no way I was going to do Wi-Fi kind of podcasting, and I wasn't going to no. be back till like yeah nine. So I was just like, screw this. I can't yeah. do it. Sorry, mate. You wouldn't have been able to concentrate on that either as well. It would yeah, I was done. I was, I was trying to fall asleep on the train, to be fair. Um, I did like yeah. a check-in on the train. And I was like, I'm not doing this. This is awful. I'd worked mm. on the way up. And then Dan- I don't know how some people do it. I, I have to like, with my check-ins, I have to be at home and I have to be settled. And I don't know how people can do it. Like, I, I know that 
a lot of the people we spoke, we spoke at that event with Adam Haley put on with all his guys. There were some people there on holiday for the week in Dubai, and obviously they're working, they were doing their check-ins. And I just, I hate that feeling of like being away and like, oh, I'm just not in my normal environment and things like that. I, just, I have to be like in the same place. For, oh, I suppose it's different. Maybe I could do that. If you're in the same place for the whole day with your laptop, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But these people that do it moving around all the time, I just like, nah, can't do it. I need to be settled for the day. I'm here. I'm doing them quiet. No one else talking, no one else around. Just can't do it otherwise. Yeah, that's one for me. Like, even I think I was talking to one lad and he was like, Yeah, so me and the missus, like, she's on one side of the office, I'm in the other. And I was like, Well, that can't happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Me and Chloe work from like, she works from, obviously more from uh, a laptop than I do sometimes. But I'm like, We're in separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Not working in the same room. No matter if you're in my peripheral, I think you're annoyed. You're going to annoy me. I'm going to be like, yeah. I can't stop watching. Like, I'll be like, stop moving. 100%. Do that. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> you look out the window, don't you? And I look at the wall, basically, where my desk is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Everything's happening behind me. It's fine. Don't want to be facing anyone who's like walking in, possibly, or anything like that. I'm like, no. It's fine. Um, but anyway. Life got in the way, didn't it? So I had, an, I guess, a fairly eventful week. Apart, apart from keeping on top of my check-ins, it was also a bank holiday, which I totally forgot, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I just scheduled it as a, a normal week. And I was like, oh. And they were like, you're working on the Friday and the Monday. And I was like, yeah, unfortunately. So I was like, I just did it as a normal yeah. day. People were like, oh, we're having a barbecue at four. I was like, well, I've got calls booked until five, so I'm not going to be there, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I went to Manchester, did my another filming with my protein. It was nice. What that was, was I? I was um, so at like Icon Studios. So uh, apparently, like Ronaldo was coming the day after to do like a like a advert or something. I was like, oh, that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But they were doing a Disney. Disney were filming the same day. They weren't in a studio next to us. And I was immediately when I walked in, they were like, oh, what are you here for? Are you here for film for Disney? I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I want to be. What are they doing? Um, and then I got slightly concerned. And I don't know whether this comes across badly, Daniel. Um, I'm going to say it anyway, because, yeah. But I sat in the foyer waiting for um, the girl, Emily, who's the, my protein girl that like, looks after us, um, to come down and get me. And... Um, and <laughs> Then I noticed everybody that was coming in for Disney was a Down syndrome uh, child with a carer most of the time. I didn't know whether I should be offended that maybe they thought that I was yeah. for Disney. Um, yeah. or not. <laughs> I can see why. I can see yeah, why they asked, why. to be honest. So, yeah. I can get nothing it, yeah. wrong with it. Because you, yeah. you do look like you need a carer. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the main thing I think that's the main thing the, yeah, for that. So. Mm. it was fun but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, I've, I've put it down as a topic to talk about today actually we're just going to do a brief we'll do a, a 30 second advice so people what, don't do you go, need a carer yes you do need a carer <laughs> 30, second, 30 second advice and all the topics I talked about for the MyProtein app so you don't have to go to the app um, you just listen to this show what's <laughs> going to talk about um, yeah so we did another batch of videos nine videos three and a half hours it was all right. I, it's just shockingly, I have to talk about products like uh, nutrition. I'm like, oh, mm. oh, eat the, eat here, poo here. Yeah. That's basically the that, um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, That's basically what I say. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, mate, I had to teach. Uh, this was the first 
CFFC, Certified Strength and Conditioning Coach or Functional Whatever, the Mike Boyle qualification that I taught solo without the boys from uh, Boston. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was good. Fun. I must really trust you. I know, it's weird, isn't it? So me and, me and Josh, unfortunately, Josh Silverman had to coach with me. Um, but yeah, it's just funny trying to make him do ladder drills with his uh, silly ankle. So yeah, we uh, led like, what was it, like 23, 25 people through that. Nice, it was good. It was good fun. Well, so Kevin, Mr. Carr, who obviously you've spoken to, uh, was in Dubai teaching it, mate. Down the road. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I would have preferred that gig, to be honest. I could have come out and well, I would have preferred to have that gig as well, to be honest. <laughs> I definitely. Could have played some more golf. Um, you know, maybe, yeah, gonna... maybe I'll get onto him. I'll be like, I'm quite happy to do the... United Emirates and all that kind of area. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll go and do no. that. So you don't have to have as big a flight over from America. I'll take that. No. Is that right? Um, yeah. So I think he had, unless he had the same thought, unless he was like, he got the golf clubs packed. He's, you know a, what I mean? he's, a, he he's a big golfer as well. Yeah. So probably. There you go. He's <laughs> not daft, is he? No. Um, perfect, mate. And we'll see what was going on with you. You had, but by the way, and Dan, we tried to do another day and then Dan, um, Right, best mate was Dan. I've been, yeah, we've, we've been best mates for a while, mate. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got my sister over. I was like, didn't know you have a sister. Um, <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like oh, yeah, I oh, don't. You um, have a brother, Dan. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, I have a, I've got a stepbrother and a stepsister as well, you see. So I don't really, again, like, I guess I don't really, I don't really talk about, I don't really talk about any of my brothers and sisters, really, but. My brother, I used to see him a little bit more because obviously we're a little bit closer, two years apart, and both in football, like both have similar interests and all that sort of stuff. So I talk about it a lot more. So my stepbrother and stepsister don't really, they just have different like things going on. Like my stepbrother is a firefighter now, he used to be a teacher. My stepsister works for PepsiCo. Um, so yeah, it's just like different things. Whereas with my brother, I talk about body more with you because he's into fitness and football and golf. Oh, and, you know, it's just like qualified through my company. Yeah, so he went through PTC, all, all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> it kind of kind of makes more sense to talk about yeah, it, yeah. you know. But, um, but yeah, no, because that's why I couldn't do the podcast because like obviously they were over for, for like four days. So I was like, I can't really kind of like be like I'm going away for two hours to talk to Tom about <laughs> useless shit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all right, mate. It's all right. Well, I will forgive mm-hmm. you. Wonderful. All right. Um, so a little rundown today, obviously. Um, obviously, we were, me and Dan were inundated. And you saw it from his, his uh, post on Instagram. We were inundated from our clients about eating chocolate over Easter. So we're going we're gonna to give a uh, hindsight yeah. um, appreciation and tell you what you should have done. Um, because we didn't do a podcast. We thought it was so important to talk about it. We thought we'd talk about it after the fact. So yeah, yeah. We, we'll do that. I honestly, I, I, I'll talk about this when we got on to the actual topic as well. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it for now. Okay. Um, I've, I've, what I actually did save from my protein is uh, obviously I get a load of like new stuff. So, but they've got a new cookie range of vegan. Their new my vegan range. What it's going to be shit. Um, saying it now. Saying it now. Calling it now. It's all cookies tend to be terrible. Uh, protein yeah. cookies. They tend to be absolutely awful. So um, yeah, I I did want to say this and try it. I'm not I'm yeah, contractually obliged to give them content about various different topics. I can berate their their uh, stuff, which I did actually at the shoot. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to talk mm. about the subject because this is this isn't very. It's not a good subject to talk about. I think I was like, the only reason I'm talking about it is because you want to push this product. 
they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to hold yeah. this as well. I was like, I don't want to hold that um, just for integrity purposes. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I thought an interesting one, Daniel, it was just a, a post that I saw in the one of, one of the Facebook I'm, I'm I'm on Facebook more than I've ever been in like the last five years I swear now I couldn't I think, think of anywhere my, anywhere my, worse to be my great couldn't think of anywhere worse to be I know it's just because groups all the groups and stuff like that I have to be like oh god um it was they were talking about what age you should start like training and taking stuff seriously so I thought we'd I've written like those the normal age ranges that you'd see on like your uh, tick sheet mm. where it'd be like what is it like 15 I don't, know, I don't know 11 to 16 and then i don't know 18 to 26 and as we go up we'll we'll yeah. give a um a little nutrition and a little training outline of what we think is important i think that'd, that'd be lovely so it'll be kind of like what what do you do when um and then yeah we've got a we've obviously we're going to bring back a, a popular segment of course is uh checking in with seaman oh tell you <laughs> All right, mate. So, um, yeah, let's let's let's. Um, do we want to wind? Yeah, we'll wind you up now, and I'll I'll talk about the cookie in a second. So let's wind you up. Mm. So, um, but we can talk about what actually what Easter chocolate did you have? Because I had a, a lot of good stuff. Mm. I have had hardly anything. I had one cream egg and a small bag of Smarties mini eggs, the orange ones, because they're just orange in the bag, and that is literally all I've had. I, I was saying this the other day to, to, the, to our coaches. I don't get it. I don't get Easter. I just don't understand the concept because and I eat chocolate all the fucking time. <laughs> I eat chocolate all the fucking time. Like, I don't... I said this to, um, to actually Chloe. Chloe, because obviously Chloe posted all the eggs that she got. Right? I understand if you, like, get your partner one amazing egg. Like, I think she That's had one that sounded really yeah, good, yeah, like yeah, yeah. chocolate so, praline or something so like the, that. Right? Like, so this is where we're... Well, I'm not going to come off great here because we... <laughs> we uh yeah this is the one it's one of the things we do is like trying to outdo each other on a really nice egg and um mm. so and we've we think we've found the best chocolate egg that you can buy 100 yeah. percent. unfortunately it is sli- it's slightly premium in terms of cost but fucking hell daniel you would buy them but yeah but, but, but at the same time right it's worth it that's the whole point right easter i get it because it's like well that is the time to buy a premium chocolate egg or something like yeah. that right but i don't understand how grown adults can put themselves in a position where they surround themselves with so much chocolate it just baffles <laughs> me because it's like as, a, as an adult you can go and spend your money and buy chocolate 364 days of the year right Depends on where you're at Christmas. You can probably get it at Christmas Day. So, but but for some reason at Easter, people like I don't get why people go crazy for it. It's fucking chocolate, and most of the time it's shit chocolate. People buy Cadbury eggs. No, no, that's not good. Like that's just shit chocolate in a different wrapper. You're paying more money for. I don't get it, and I don't. Maybe I'm being a, a, a fucking me you know just screwed in about the whole situation but i just think like i get it for kids i get it's exciting but again don't give your kid diabetes right why are you creating this relationship with food for them whereby they all of a sudden get given all these eggs for no valid reason by the way because no one's doing it for a celebration for religious reasons no i know that's stupid right so she went to mass on um on friday and on sunday i didn't i was like I was brought up Church of England. I went to Sunday school. I have Christian values, let's say. 
but she actually went to cafe did the fasting thing did that and then she was kind of looking at me like you're meant to be church of england all of the people that are church of england it seems or protestant just seem to be surrounded by eggs and don't actually know it's about like mm -hmm. christ i'm like Mm -hmm. you're damn right yeah they have no idea they think it's about bunnies no. delivering eggs which is a weird concept anyway yeah. and, and it's and it's just this whole like again like people people talk about this shit all the time but never they then partake in it so people talk about the commercialization of stuff they talk about you know all these things and like cost of living's gone up and stuff but yeah you know, i sit down like you've just spent 60 quid on chocolate <laughs> like for no reason for mm -hmm. absolutely no reason like i just People aren't, don't think logically in these situations. They just see it as Easter, shitloads of chocolate, sort it out another day. And it's kind of like you, I, and I said this to a client the other day, um, and it's because we we're talking about it, because not because they'd eaten loads, but just whatever. I said, no person in their right mind would go and buy that amount of chocolate for someone, uh, and again, uh, that quality of chocolate, right? So just Cadbury's bars, right? That amount of chocolate and give it to someone and expect them to eat it in like two days. Not a single person at any other time of the year. Yeah, Easter. And then I asked the question, why? And everyone, the answer is, well, because everyone else does. Brilliant. Brilliant. If that is your rationale for doing it, well fucking done. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I, I, I can't get my head around the concept. And I posted about this on my Instagram, right? I posted all these online coaches posting about whether people should or shouldn't have Easter eggs, whether they should have it in moderation, whether they shouldn't feel guilty about it, whether they should not worry about how much they eat, whether they should worry about how much they eat and all this sort of stuff. Right. And the week leading up to Easter, I didn't have a single one of my clients check in with me and say, I'm really worried about Easter and chocolate. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Or likewise, ask me, Dan, how much chocolate should I eat over Easter? What do you reckon? Because A, they're all grown fucking adults for one, but two, because of my niche and who I work with, they just know rationally in their head that they can have some chocolate, they'll factor into their calories at some point. Badness. They won't overeat. There's no point, right? And I put a post out saying like, hey, look, make sure that if you do post about it, it's actually relevant to your niche. Like it's actually useful. And um, yeah, apparently some people didn't like that. Brilliant. Because <laughs> I told them, because I told coaches to actually think about their content and whether it helps their niche or not, not just follow the crowd because all the other online coaches are talking about it. Apparently, you can disagree with that, apparently. Um, but yeah, it just, I didn't, I don't understand it. Uh, and that, that's just, uh, Christmas, I understand more. I understand Christmas more um, because that's just the volume of food. That's not just chocolate. That's just the volume of food. I don't understand Easter because it's just, I don't care who you are, what level of nutrition knowledge you have, you know that is a ridiculous amount of chocolate to eat in one or two days. You just know. Like, I don't care. I don't care how. Whereas Christmas, I think it builds up. You know, you have the cheese, you have the roast dinner, you have the breakfast, and it's, and it's family, and I like, all come together. I get that a bit more because it's a week, two week long thing sometimes for some people. The amount of food they eat. This is one weekend. You get an extra two days off, and all of a sudden, everyone decides to eat their body weight in chocolate because then they go, "Well, I'm going to give it up for Lent, so it's all right." <laughs> all right. You know. Don't I don't I, I repeat it. I don't. Don't get it i do not understand like and i guess it comes from this whole i would allow myself to eat chocolate all the fucking time like why i don't understand um and obviously if you've got you know clients with relationship with food problems then yes 100 percent that is a common thing you're going to talk about and you're going to talk about permission to eat and the reason that you're overeating it is because you don't allow yourself to eat all the time blah, blah blah all that sort of stuff but fuck me like the amount of people go on about it i think fitness coaches online coaches create more of a problem with it than there actually is one. 
yeah. Do you know? I, I think, oh, I don't know. I, do, I, I don't get it. Do not understand. If someone came around here and brought me around nine chocolate eggs right now, I'd be like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing with that? Like, that's not useful. It's not, I don't, I don't get it, me. But hey, oh, maybe I'm the exception. Yeah. I love Easter eggs, but yeah, we didn't go mental, 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 but we got a few. Beautiful. These, these yeah. are probably like one of the weird ones that we got is this. So I'm showing it to Dan. This is great for an audio show. Um, it looks like a bouncy ball. It does, egg. doesn't it? But this yeah. is, that is real eggshell. Okay. And it is filled. You can see the bottom there. Like, okay, it's yeah. got like a thing. So it's filled with actual, like, full chocolate. So it's like dense. Okay. So it's a shell. And what they've done is they basically they've cracked the bottom. They've managed yeah. to peel a bit of the shell off and then they've emptied it out and then they've put chocolate in it. And they put chocolate in it as a natural Why? chocolate egg. Why? No idea. No idea. The chocolate's lovely inside. But right. It, it right. Not being funny, but surely if you do that with the chocolate, surely. The egg, it's gonna be like a boiled egg. So you've got to peel the shell off. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I found really annoying. For what? <laughs> For what? It's chocolate. Like, oh my god! Just have it in a normal wrapper. <laughs> but it's the novelty, Daniel. It's novelty. All right. Um, but yeah. People love novelty, don't they? What, what do you know about novelty? To know exact, it's a waste of I fucking time. I, I, I won't. I won't waste Dan's time and saying the exact eggs that I had and what I what we bought. Um, but if you would like to know, um, send me a message on Instagram. It's fine. <laughs> I will quite happily talk about it on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine talking about it. I got no problem talking about it. I just That's don't right. well, understand If we it. talk more it's anymore about eggs, we ain't going to go on any of the subjects we, we said we would. So, and we're, we're 20 minutes in. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's have this baked cookie. Um, plant-based, my vegan, 13 grams. Mate, I'm telling you now, right? Double chocolates. Tell you now, baked cookie, right? If it, even if it wasn't vegan, it probably wouldn't be great. But it's vegan, so it's not going to be. Um, oh, speaking of protein bars, Tom, I did have some delivered to the UK, uh, to the oh, Dubai from the UK. To the UK. So <laughs> I got, um, you know, the Misfits ones that I really liked, the uh, yeah. the Lotus Biscoff ones. Well, they delivered to Dubai for only seven quid, and I was like, Do you know what? I can get on that. So I ordered three boxes. The only downside is you have to pay VAT when it gets here. So not only do I pay VAT on it in the UK, pay VAT on it here as well. Um, so it was like, it cost me a little bit extra, but still decent price, still better price than buying them single over here. So I was like, well, got myself uh, three packs of them. So they're in the fridge and they're lovely. I do love them. For a vegan bar, they are incredible, I have to say. Um, I don't think Tom's going to experience the same thing with this, I have to say. Um, I bet it's not as chewy as the way ones. The milk based one. It's it's better than the way more crumbly. Ones. It's better than the way yeah. ones. It it feels more like no. It's more yeah. It's it's no. It's it's like um, you know when you have a um, a cookie that's kind of almost it's they're always better fresh out of the oven. It's got that kind of texture to it where it's like slightly gooey, not like a biscuity biscuit. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. nice, but it's quite um. I'm assuming there's like some sort of dates involved in this or something like that. Are they a vegan or not? Okay. Are they vegan? Yeah, yeah, they would be, yeah, yeah. Because it tastes a little yeah. bit like that. I don't know whether that's... Because that's always good in their thing. I can't really be able to, to look at it. Pea protein, of course, blah, 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 blah. But it tastes a bit like that. It's not It's not horrendous. It's a thousand percent better than when we first started this fucking protein yeah. review. That Jimmy's 
bullshit cookie oh, thing, man. whatever that was. And that oh. was 440. Yeah. They sell them in the club I work at right now for 440 calories per cookie. That's utter madness. At least this is actually only, uh, only 289 calories per cookie. It's considerably <laughs> less, but still a waste. Um, 289 calories, 289 calories, right? You could make an egg white omelet full of veg, protein on it. You could probably even crumble a little bit of chorizo in there to add a little bit more flavor mm. and fill you up for a long period of time. I know it's not plant-based and I know it's not convenient, but it does show <laughs> you though that how these things, like we, we talk about this all the time with, with, with clients, um, not about Easter eggs, admittedly, but like how to make your like calories go further. Like people always say, oh, I'm on, let's say I'm on 1500 calories. Oh, it's not a lot of calories. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's not That's if you have. just eat an Easter egg. Do you know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> you just eat an Easter egg. But you can really make food go far. People just don't care. They don't try. And then you, you ask them, and they're like, oh, yeah, so I had a carb killer. And then I had, you know, a, a baked cookie bar. And I'm like, right, so that's 500 calories on two convenience foods and packets of stuff that aren't, is not going to fill you up. Like, it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff, really. Um, I've really gone against protein bars. I just, um, I, like I said, I just don't think they're, they're good for most people dieting. I think they're better for people who are maintaining or gaining or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, interesting, Daniel. This, this isn't a go off topic. This is going to be a long show. Buckling. Um, that probably your most most of your clients are in the UK, and what has been passed through as law over the last week, um, and has had to happen on, on every um, restaurant, I believe, that has employees yeah. over a certain amount has produced the calories on their menus for every single recipe, every single thing. Pro or con? <laughs> Oh, pro for me. 100% um, pro. Thank you. But yeah. I, but there'll be people that will say it's a con. But again, it's the minority that think it's a con. Like, I don't see it as a con at it all. So but funny, there, like, there are people that it's not good for, admittedly. Yeah, of course yeah. there is. But, but the it is the minority. Majority, like, let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah, the large majority is good for because they have no concept of what calories are. And at least at the bottom of the menu, it says you should have about... It literally on one of them, we, I saw it the other day. Um, it was like um, you sh- uh, daily per- a person should have about 2,000 calories. And um, guess how much the burger and chips was at this uh, establishment? 1,500, 1,600. Nine, 1,950. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's amazing. But the one, the one thing I didn't like is actually, so they obviously they've, they've done the calories for all the food. Awesome. This was a bar establishment. Mm-hmm. All of the alcohol, no calories whatsoever. Absolutely no. nothing. And I was like, well, mm. this is kind of like a bit ridiculous, isn't it? It's one rule for one, one rule for another, really. It's just like, yeah. all right, you can only have half this burger each, but you can neck every single cocktail over here and it's not going to make any difference. The, the, reason it's, the reason that it's good is that, like you just said there, is that people now have an awareness of calories in foods when they eat out. Right? So for example, most people know that Females have 2,000, males have 2,500, which, again, as an average guideline, isn't actually a million miles away for no. most people, right? I know people can slag it off all the time, but, again, it's like the BMI <laughs> you know, chat. It's like, actually, for the majority, it's not far away, right? So then if people know that, they kind of look at it and go, hang on a minute. Like, hmm, this burger's 2,000 calories. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not great. Or they go out for Pizza Express, they realize their pizza's fucking 1,200 calories, and the breadsticks, the dough balls, whatever, another 500. People start to now have an awareness of that stuff and what is maybe in it. And, and it's not about the people in fitness who track their foods and it's great for them. It's not about them. Like, great, it's great for them. It's not about the people that struggle with 
making good choice, making choices when they're out and they need to eat more mindfully and they, they obsess over calories. It's not great for them either. Right. But the overwhelming majority of people, unfortunately will not pay any attention to it because they don't give a shit. Number one. Number two is that it will start to make people aware of just what's in it. Because you ask most people, what, how many calories are in this plate of food? They would go, not a fucking, not a fucking clue. They were just a random stab in the dark guesses. But now people are going to start to go, hang on a minute, that's 2,000 calories. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Is that quite a lot? I don't know. Because now they have an idea of what that looks like. They can start gauging, well, hang on a minute. Like, I'm going to get fat if I keep eating that all the time. Well, yes, correct. Um, like, I don't think the whole argument about people in fitness, whether it's good or bad for them, because it's kind of irrelevant. Like, they already know that. They already know it. It's the people that aren't interested in any of that stuff at all that it's trying to reach and trying this to benefit the, in some way. The conversation I had with one of my clients, and Sarah sometimes listens, and she might listen now. And she was like, yeah, there was like this for this burger. Then it was like 1,400 calories. And it was like, it didn't help me at all, Tom. And I was like, Sarah, you're coming from this. You're, I'm going put, putting you through triphasic training. And you're a lean human being who's got performance-based goals. It doesn't matter for you. <laughs> I was like, you're the no adapts mm. off, even if you ate that. She was like, yeah, I did. I was like, exactly. It just raised an awareness. And I was like, it's not for you. It's not for the educated. It's fine. It's for the people who have no idea. Yeah, we'll just sit there eating crisps thinking that's absolutely fine. Or and just being mm. like they're just cracking on. So it's just for the actual no awareness of any kind of kind of portion control is what it's then bring into it's just like oh shit that portion is that many calories like maybe i shouldn't replicate that at home every single day um so i think it's pro all a good thing um it's it's there's some interesting rules on it and i'd like it to happen on alcohol as well that'd be lovely to do um but yeah i was just it like, would it would be in i, I think like, i think it's one of those it. where then chloe yeah i think it's goes, one of those um oh yeah it's got calories but no macros and i was like well, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> yeah, like, it's no, that's not going to happen. No, and it's, but it's, it's, it doesn't. Also, doesn't matter at that point. Like if you're no, two thousand exactly. calories, it doesn't matter what your macros are. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, but the drinks, the drink one's an important one because I actually think that that's an important thing for a lot of people. Because I had a client who started with me, and I was like, "Are you tracking everything yet?" She wasn't losing weight very quickly. Four weeks in, and I went through things, and she was saying, she said something in an update, and let it slip. She was like, "Yeah, so I went out for some drinks, and obviously, you know, I ate all my food and my calories before then, so you know, I didn't need to track it." And I was like, "What? Sorry, what? Like, you do know?" And I was like, "You need to track alcohol." And then, lo and behold, she started losing weight. She started tracking, out. and it's people don't associate calories with that um, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, they don't. Mm. And. I think it would be really useful for people to see again, to see that and to have an awareness of that sort of thing. But the biggest problem that we talk about with our clients is that with alcohol is it's not the alcohol calories for me that, that are the problem. It's usually it's a company with an inhibition then to then have a 2000 calorie burger. And then the next day you're hungover and you have an all you can eat breakfast and fucking order Domino's. It's usually that side of stuff um, with it. Then, then it is about the actual alcohol, but you're right. Some of the cocktails and stuff, people don't realize they're drinking 400 calories. If you have a creamy cocktail, it's like, yeah, yeah. people don't get it yeah madness all right one minute timers we've got nine things and then we'll we'll crack on to uh the other thing other thing so the um the topics daniel you can you can Mm. talk about them i've already talked about them so now i'll start the timer we've got timer time systems go tell me all right this uh this this bit was mindset and motivation i had to talk about um, mm-hmm. so your advice, Daniel, for how to come back from an injury. 
Let's go. Um, go full throttle. Uh, do everything you did before. No. <laughs> um, like, look, with with injuries, like obviously take it easy in terms of getting back in the swing of things. Don't um, worry too much about getting some DOMS or getting some localized sort of pain that's not the same pain as when you were injured. Um, that's the thing I find people get worried about is that you feel any sort of DOMS in that area, they're like, oh shit. And it's like, no, your body's adapting still. Like, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. Um, I think people don't focus enough on strength training when they come back from injury. I think they, they, they focus on doing like more reps or they focus on doing like, yeah, like something oh, completely man. different. And it's like, no, just actually don't worry about lifting weight again or that sort of thing, obviously depending on the injury. Um, but in terms of mindset around injury, like one thing I would say is when you do get injured, do not let your nutrition slide. Mm. Like I can't tell you the amount of people who, when they get injured, just fuck off their food and nutrition. It's like, no, that's even more important now for you to focus on it. Even more important for you to think about that sort of stuff. Um, so from a mindset point of view, focus on what you can do, not on what you can't do. There you go. Boom. Done. Beautiful. Yeah, I said all that. Um, there you go. Focus Easy. more about the, uh, the actual uh, injury stuff because I was like, I'm talking about mindset. Um, I'll just tell yeah. you what actually happens at the joint level and um, <laughs> why it goes... And blocks you from doing everything and what you should do. Post, mm. uh, yeah, it's the isometrics and the eccentrics that people don't realize they need to do. And hopefully, their coaches, yeah, to coach them. And again, with that. eccentrics as well, with eccentrics, they're again afraid to add more load. And yeah, it's like, well, no, actually, that would be yeah, useful. Like you said, it'll be yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I talked about yeah. that story today. Like someone was asking about golfer's elbow. And I was like, yeah, yeah, or tennis elbow, or what it is. And I was like, eccentrics, eccentrics. The last thing you yeah. want to do is like punch and do a load of pulling stuff on the concentric thing just eccentrics cool correct daniel um going back to your uh, bodybuilding days mm. what is the mind muscle connection let's go it is your ability to feel a muscle working it's why a lot of people get or coaches trainers get people to do the whole like glute banded kickback shit and all that sort of stuff it's because you <laughs> kind of feel it working even though it's a pile of tosh and doesn't do anything um you can have mind muscle connection by doing things like that um it tends to be done better with lighter weights um and it allows you to think about what you're doing so for example if you were to have your arms out wide like you're on the cross like jesus because it's easter and then you were to think about doing a chest fly what you actually want to think about is bringing like your elbow into the midline and use your chest to do that movement whereas if you were to do it really really quickly you wouldn't think about that you would just do it whereas if you were to do it really really slow and think about the slow movement you're almost trying to think about the muscle fibers literally squeezing together one by one and the mind muscle connection is your ability to do that over over time and if you can do that holding a weight in your hand you increase that mind muscle connection you effectively will grow bigger muscles because of that and you're able to feel the muscle working better however don't confuse that with not doing strength training you need to do both yeah okay literally the theory of uh thinking about contraction visualization mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff i laid into being tactile i was like if you're starting out fucking put your finger yeah. in it or have something that presses down whoa whoa, whoa 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 that's what she said um, <laughs> <laughs> wow best joke of the show um and then you yeah, go through hard. <laughs> That's what she said. And then you got leg extensions. Uh, basically, I used the analogy of putting your finger in your leg extension, not in the leg extension, mm -hmm. in your quad. I was like, because that's an easy one to be tactile over. Um, so yeah. like, Beautiful. All right, number three. How to... So this, this was... I rewrote this, um, the title, because I thought it was confusing. Um, <laughs> so it was how to focus on the process not the outcome 
Um, I think that the easiest way to do this is to remember that the outcome will always change. Um, so many people focus on the outcome and think when they get there, they'll be happy. And actually it's not because it changes. Your goals will change as you go through the process. By enjoying the process, you actually then realize that that's the thing that you'll start to enjoy because you start getting more outcomes because of the process you go through. Um, people think, oh, you know, I just want to get to a 30 kilo bench. Well, what happens when you get there? Well, you're going to go, I want a 40 kilo bench or 50 kilo, whatever it is, right? Um, and I think that that's the, the thing that I would say is that I don't know many people that are ever, ever happy with an outcome when they get who there. just stopped, who just stopped there as well. Who just stopped there and just went, okay, it's done. Like you hear about a lot of professional footballers and things like that. And when they have to retire, you'd think, well, you had a great career, you had a great outcome, but they, they, they're not happy. They then need to do something differently. And again, they need to go for a process to find the next thing that they, uh, they want to do. Yeah. I laid it out um, like cooking a meal or following a recipe book. <clears throat> and I was like, just like kind of, you got your outcome, your meal, you're probably not going to focus on it too much, but you need to focus on like 12 steps to get there. It's just like, mm. let's go through those smaller little things. Think you're focusing on like, I've got to get this little minute thing right before I get to there. I was like, don't bother. Don't look at that. Don't look at the brownies. We've got to know how much milk or I don't know what goes into brownies. Chocolate, I'm assuming. Not milk, I would suggest <laughs> probably. I've never made brownies. Um, mm. There we go. All right, shows. Moving, moving on to recovery. And you, you almost were talking about it earlier. It's almost like you knew, Dan. And it seems I have to talk about mm. this every single time I talk to my protein. Um, is are DOMS a sign of a good workout? <sighs> People still talk about this. <laughs> no. No, they're not a sign of a good workout. They're a sign you've done something different and new that your body needs to adapt to. The more you do a workout the more likely it is you'll adapt to it better and you'll have less DOMS. It doesn't mean you're not progressing. In fact, it probably means you're progressing more. Um, I just, yeah, load of shit. Don't worry about DOMS. <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah, basically. We'll run out in the last 30 seconds. I was like, it's a great sign to, for the first workout you've done. It's a terrible sign for the next three yeah. if you keep on getting it. I was like, that yeah. is pretty much it. I was like, you, you would I think there's, there's also like different something. things like, there's also different things. If you're going through like a range of motion and you're going through movements that again, you're really forcing the range of motion each time you do it, but you're adding in pauses or you're really doing something that's really, really new to you. Like for me, when I still do Cossack squats, for example, like, and I go that full range and I up the weight all the time, I still get a bit of like doms and stuff from that, but that's because I'm pushing the end range of where I'm, my body's comfortable being in terms of stretch and stuff as well. Exactly. So some movements, you'll always get it more than others, like RDLs and things like that. You'll always get it a bit more. And some movements, you won't get it as much. Oh, mate. So don't worry about I it. made the mistake last week, yeah. So pre, obviously, coaching the CFFC is heavily fucking practical. And I did rear for elevated split squats, heavy threes, um, RDLs, paired with hamstring slider curls single leg the day before that was stupid not doing that again. that was stupid yeah <laughs> and obviously i've got to do all of these uh, demonstrations of like plyometrics and all this kind of crap and i'm like <sighs> so you you over there i think you move well i'm gonna coach you through this um <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like all right um oh yeah number five sure all right Stretching. Oh, this is bad. You're so fucking biased. You can't read this one. Stretching, oh. foam rolling, or massage gun. Go. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> none of them, mate. For what? For what? Is my question. Is my uh, question. For what? The, this, that was the title I got given, Daniel, and I got to make my own thing. I don't know what to talk about. That's literally got what I had to write. That's all it was. Stretching, foam rolling, or massage gun. Pick one. I think, I think they're all in isolation without a solid program that is good pointless all of them <laughs> the amount of people i know who do stretching but don't get any more flexible because their training program is shit and they don't train with a full range of motion now people i know who use foam rollers but don't train with any sort of intensity any sort of range of motion again it's not going to do anything likewise massage guns the same um i know we talk about the foam rollers i've literally got one like i'm not totally against them. <laughs> it's just that with all those three things people do not know how to use them or what to do with any of them they don't know the outcome the goal or anything oh, well, i'm stretching because i'm a bit stiff what why is that going to help? Why is it going to help? You're stiff for a reason. Your body's protecting you for a reason. You just don't move well. That's the problem. Like, yeah, I just, all shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it depends what you're doing. Um, but but, but my, my thing was, it's basically, if you want to do one, do one, but do it consistently. Just like with anything in life. I was like, if you want to yeah. do it, keep doing it at the same place and you might see something beneficial but if you are going to do stuff let's just like maybe you stretch or static stretch post workouts and maybe you do like range of motion stuff like pre or whatever so foam roll and massage guns like before so to desensitize i have gotten on i've gone full potato mate i do like the massage gun when my legs are really sore and i'm just sitting there in, uh, yeah, and look, and, and like, look, I've got absolutely no doubt that it feels nice it and feels it's lovely. a lazy way of, of, of making it feel good. I've got no yeah, doubt yeah, about yeah. it. I've it's just, absolutely no it's doubt just about such it. a lazy way. And that's way never been my body. problem. And that's and never been my problem. <laughs> my problem is when it's like the adverts are like, increase yeah, your sex drive and performance by 20 what, million percent. And it's well, like, when we, no, when we had the high that. price people and they literally, we, we, oh, me and Joe read out the thing and it was like, will decrease uh, injury. And we're like, it doesn't do that. There's no, no way. That's no, the thing. Nothing, just say, just say, it feels good when you're sitting on the sofa and can't be asked to move. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have I a problem like, with the marketing. I'm that. just sitting there waiting for my client to rock up, and I'm just going through my quads because I know I did a heavy quad thing yesterday, and that's it. Yeah. So no problem with that. I'm just like uh, getting some blood in there and chilling it out a little bit, and feels lovely. All right, uh, the last one of recovery. How to tell if you are injured or if you have DOMS? Um, <laughs> this one was hard what? for me to think about as well. Yeah, well, like, was... well, if it's muscular, because obviously DOMS is muscular, and, and if, if you're injured and you have a muscle injury, the pain will be a lot sharper than DOMS, and DOMS will like just be there regularly all the time. Whereas in an injury, and the pain and in injury will probably be more severe or less severe in certain ranges of motion, potentially. Um, but it will be a different type of sharp pain than DOMS. DOMS is just like, you get it all the time. Like you just have it sat down. Um, yeah. How about your fucking DOMS that you can, you don't know the <laughs> yeah, difference. Yeah, I know, right? I was, Jesus like, I was like, do people get these mixed up? All right, I need to change my content if this is what people are Googling. Jesus. All right, okay, cool. It puts my, uh, yeah, my content in some sort of spectrum of what I need to talk about. Yeah. Right? So Jesus. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I laid it into three different things. I was just like, yeah, range of motion. When you're injured, your body's pretty smart. It shuts the fucking like joint down. Yeah. It's like, this will not move because it either is stiff or it, it will be painful. So it kind of changes it totally. 
Um, and then, like, yeah, if you've got DOMS, you can probably encourage it after, after a little bit of stretching. That ain't happen if you're injured. Um, DOMS yeah. is going to fuck off pretty quickly, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. based off recovery. Pain, not really. Um, and then, yeah, I said sharpness of, of whatever. Of basically, if, if, mm. if it is sharpened in particular over a certain point, probably injured. Yeah. If it is kind of expanding and radiating. Just get the, just get the massage gun on it. Just get a massage, massage going on it. It'll be gone, fine. It'll be yeah. fine. Get some blood there. All right. Our last uh, categories, what Dan has been waiting for, is nutrition. That's right. I had to talk about that. This is, right, the first one is the one I refused to talk about at the start. And then all I did was um, I Googled um, and I got a MyProtein, what was written about a year and a half ago. So I just repurposed their content because I was like, I'm not saying anything you haven't said previously because I don't think it's particularly poignant to talk about and I don't really know much about it. And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Um, The benefits of collagen for your muscles, go. Absolutely zero. There we go. Thank you. (laughs) Waste of time. Again, like a hyped, hyped up, overmarketed protein supplement that is doing nothing that whey protein doesn't already do, but companies market it to uh, make more money. And if you just said that, my protein, they wouldn't have used it anyway. So no, no, exactly. <laughs> so I, yeah, I went off in one and was just like, yeah, oh. I was just like, I don't it's really a very inferior protein source. Very, very like, inferior protein source. I was like, it's, yeah, I was like, it's. Get it anyway. It's already in your body. I was like, there's four different types. I guess you can use it for your skin and your hair. Um, sure. <sighs> People put it in their coffee. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay. if you're gonna take it, take it in a powder form because it's easier to put in your protein shake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else I'm gonna say. <laughs> and I just repurposed all of their stuff basically. Um, oh, there we go. Lovely. Yeah, I was just like, I yeah. I'm not going to be of use, but I will say this because your registered dietitian has said it. Okay, cool. And I'm not going to say anything I don't I disagree with. Lovely. Always got you, mate. Um, all right. Number eight. Almost there, Dan. How to tailor my nutrition towards building muscles. Go. Eat more. <laughs> Easy. Um, so basically, yeah, once you know where you're roughly where your maintenance is at, the first port of call for that would be to roughly stay at maintenance calories. And I personally, if you're my client, would probably look to add in about 50 grams of carbs before your training session in that meal so that the extra calories you're having will lead to increased performance in the gym, which means you will then push yourself harder, you'll increase your strength, you'll train harder. From there, you would then look to increase calories uh, alongside recovery, performance, all those sorts of things. Um, and I do it in a quite a structured, slow way rather than increasing calories hugely when you're trying to gain muscle. Uh, it doesn't need to be done quite that extreme level. But yeah, I would start with, say, 50 grams of carbs before your training sessions, four times a week, that's 800 calories a week, which isn't a huge amount. Uh, I'd start there and then I would gradually move up from that position week on week until we found a sweet spot where you're feeling good, recovering, training hard, seeing strength increases and not gaining body fat. There you go. Beautiful. Last two and one. Done. beautiful yeah uh, i concurred mm-hmm. basically i just laid out i was like this isn't permission to go and eat everything eat inside. one of these baked cookies every day i was like this is not permission to go and like kill like eat as much as possible i was like the general no. guidance and guidance if you're one of my clients 
is we'll just add on we'll add on 10 percent, and we'll see where that kind of adds on and we'll we'll spit mm-hmm. that in around the day how it feels normally in around that workout because it's if you're eating at 2000 calories eating 2200 will feel lovely probably huh but it's not like oh we're gonna go absolutely crazy um and then yeah i was just like making sure protein's on point anyway but we probably knew that anyway because it's not we're not gonna massively increase it from obviously on muscle gain stuff you're probably on that on that point anyway so it's probably more if you're you're going down it's gonna be more um, yeah muscle muscle gain is like a signal mediated process it needs a signal so you can eat all the food you want but if you're not training in the gym training, it's, exactly. it's just not going to do anything like it's the training that does it so anything that you do nutritionally you should support your training to get stronger lift more whether that's volume reps sets whatever it is that's the signal that your body needs to to grow so well, without that it's somewhat pointless i did say i was like you what you could add is uh, go get some crepe here of course um <laughs> Yeah, you've got to sell something. Take uh, my crepe pure. Take go. my crepe pure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and last one, Daniel. What are amino acids? They are the building blocks <laughs> of muscle tissue. There we go. I, I almost mm. word for word what I said. I said the building yes. proteins. Oh. Literally, yeah. So, no. well, they're the building blocks of muscle tissue. Like it's what proteins made up of. Uh, and basically, you need to think of them as the bricks that would build a house. You know, all that sort of shit. Basically, one by one, they they build it up. And there are both essential and non-essential amino acids. Non-essential amino acids your body can make. Essential amino acids it can't. It needs to get them from your diet. Uh, and predominantly essential amino acids are found in animal protein. And they're a little bit harder to find in plant-based protein, but you can obviously find them. So there you go. See. Yeah. I've talked about You don't need to supplement with them. You don't need to supplement with extra amino acids. Just eat protein. uh, It's fine. Yeah. I was like, I think I opened this one on the video of like, oh, you probably wonder what that guy with that weird blue drinks always drinking. Does he need it? I was like, no. Um, (laughs) I just had to, had to lay into that. Lovely. That's the end of our, he's never needed it. Round. We do that every quarter. Lovely. All the, all the, there's all your content ideas, guys. Okay. Nine topics to talk about. Um, it'll get whatever thousands of hits on the My Protein app. So, yeah, it's probably what the general public are talk, apparently talking about because mm-hmm. they're not coming up with those randomly. They are Googled terms and what people are looking at. I also had to do a piece um, for, uh, so I do, I do some work with men's health, but mainly the editor does a lot of other stuff. Um, and we did a piece for Huel. And they did a piece for something else. And uh, he was like, a little bit of a weird one this week, Tom. I was like, okay. Um, what um, <laughs> What was the thing? I was like, I need recommendations. And there was like six questions I had to ask on training with a hangover. I was like, I was like, don't do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what, no. what more do you want? I was like, I, I saw the ins and outs of what could happen and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, who wants this content? Who wants this advice? And I was like, my advice would be go to bed, drink water, eat things, don't do anything, don't exercise. Um, Risk of injury is stupid. He was like, but if you had to exercise, no one has to exercise. No one, yeah. Who has to do (laughs) But if you had to, would you do hit? I was like, no, it would be the worst thing to do. I was like, go for a walk. Fuck me, get some fresh air. Would you you do CrossFit? No. (laughs) No, don't do CrossFit. Anything that requires any skill element is going to be awful. You've already like decreased every kind of water molecule you've got in your body and pissed it out. 
from basically being super dehydrated. So maybe you start replacing that. Focus more on drinking th- other things than uh, like working out and getting a sweat on because that's not a good thing to do. Mm. Getting sweaty, you can't, you're not going to sweat it out. You're going to get more dehydrated and then get worse headaches. So. All right, mate. Um, have we got, have we got time to talk about the other thing? We'll talk about that very briefly. 51 minutes. Or do, or do we save it for next week? I don't know, Daniel. Save for next week, man. I'm really hungry. I've got my dinner. I sat out there. You got your dinner, haven't you? Um, yeah, I'm getting hungry now. All right, three minutes. Check. Checking in with Seedman. And also, we'll, we'll talk about that other thing next week. Age Rangers for doing all things. Yeah. Joel Seedman. He's going, I swear, he's doing, <laughs> he's gone down the rabbit hole now, right? And he's just, he's got that many likes and, and new follows, I think, from the craziness that he just, he's just gone down the rabbit hole now. I swear. Like some of these things he's been posting, like the 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 vibration plate one was like oh, that really was funny, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the my favorite deadlift protocol for muscle hypertrophy is he's doing vibration plate trap bar deadlifts. Add vibration platform for extra activation. He's got like a platform. Listen to that. It's a fucking vibration platform. Yeah. He gets his clients doing cleans on it. Barefoot cleans on a vibration platform. I actually did see there was one I would, there was an exercise. I was like, this isn't actually that much of a bad idea. And an actual use for the Smith machine is the uh, overloading eccentrics on a row. I was like, that is actually, because it's actually quite safe. I quite like that. Um, Best thing he's ever done, hands down. I just think he's far less like he's doing else. He's doing it surely to just like again, just for Instagram. Like it's obvious that's that what one is ridiculous. I really wanted to break his wrist on that one oh, really when he was doing the push up yeah, on the rings. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, please break your wrist and just don't, can't hold your phone or video anything or post on Instagram. I just don't. Did you see? I saw those. Um, do you see that guy that I posted doing the, the, the bike on the pull up bar? Yeah, yeah, trolling. He did like a troll bit. This is obviously he's trolling, yeah. but then there was one, another one of him where he banded. He had a bench connected to a band, and he was doing dumbbell flies in the same position, but like leaning back on it. It, it was really funny, and like someone, someone posted it. I'll, I'll tag you in it. Um, someone posted it, and put like, "Oh, this guy's been watching too much of Joel Seaman's content," and it was, it was just like, it fucking made me laugh so much. Where's he got? Here it is. Need to do yeah. one of these like bullshit like things every single week. I'll tag you in. Uh, I'll tag you in it. Um, it's brilliant. Hang on. I'm going to tag you and then be like, Joel Siebens, you work out. This is Joel Siebens. New workout. There you go. I'll tag you in it now. Um, honestly, like, it's just like stupid. Bless him. He's a ridiculous human being. It must be, it must be a troll. Like it's not a, it's not a, it's not a legit thing. Like he's doing it surely oh to troll. He definitely must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because he's got like a bench and a box and all this sort of stuff. But those guys who who, who, uh, who are listening, so basically, he's got like I don't know how he's managed to do it. He's fucking impressive that he's managed to get up there. But he's kind of like on the top of a pull-up bar with a load of weights wedged between his like feet. So he's he's horizontal with his butt on this pull-up bar, and then he bends down. And he's using like a decline 
decline dumbbell fly, but instead of dumbbells, he's got two resistance bands tied around a bench and a plyo box, and he's using them. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like just like oh. it's it's a definite troll. Like when I saw him doing the bike, I assumed it was a definite troll as well. Like he was just taking the piss out of people. That's why I, I didn't take the piss out of him. I was like, you know, I just said it's Instagram fitness. Like you know, I think that's what he's taking the piss out of. But yeah, fucking brilliant. Honest to God, I saw um for those that haven't seen it as well, James Smith did a video on. Um, Big Brother if diets went into Big Brother it's really funny I quite enjoyed it go watch it it's quite I'll funny that, yeah it's quite funny um, just good so yeah there you go right any other business no not for me we, I'm going to go eat dinner we've already we've already kept Dan too long he's got to go have his Pokeball uh, Pokeball Pokeball yeah. poke or Pokeball looking forward to it um, Pokeball Pokeball <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no business for me thanks for listening guys and we will catch you Thanks, man. See you later.